Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hello and welcome to episode 28. Today we're going to talk about intermittent fasting in midlife. The reason I want to talk about this is because my clients come to me more often than not with midlife weight issues. And so I teach them how to create the perfect protocol just for them for their midlife weight loss or for loving their body in midlife. And as a holistic nutritionist, it's my passion to learn how to have the best body based on using nutrition as like a healing modality because food is medicine. I truly, truly believe that. This is not a one size fits all. That's why it's so hard to figure out, you guys, is because we just want to be like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'll do anything. Just tell me what to do. But it doesn't work like that because we are all so individualized. We got to treat ourselves like the individual we are and get to the heart of what's going on for us. Remember, what you eat is just as important as when you eat. That's why intermittent fasting is a thing. And when you what you eat is a whole other podcast. And follow me on Instagram, Heather London Coaching, because I talk about my food all the time. I'm obsessed but I'm, I love eating and I hate cooking. I'm super lazy when it comes to that, but I love eating good food and lots of food. And so that's why I spend a lot of time and energy on that because we spend so much time and energy on eating. So that's a whole other thing. But today we're here to talk about when you should eat and this whole concept of intermittent fasting. When you hit midlife, there's hormones involved, just like any time our bodies change. It's always involving hormones because hormones rule our body they control everything and we know that when the hormones are changing our body is physically changing like that's what's happening because hormones rule our body and then our body after the hormones change our body tries to balance itself and that's why we have all these changes that happen in our body in midlife now one thing a lot most of us hopefully most of us can agree on here is that blood glucose and insulin levels play a huge part in our weight and our health. So we want to become rock stars at regulating our blood glucose and insulin levels. So when we know more about those levels, like our personal levels and what spikes it and what lowers it, all that, we are going to be better at helping to regulate our whole body system and know when to eat and when not to eat. And as we age, our resting blood glucose levels goes up. It just naturally goes up. And we know that when our blood glucose levels go up and stay up or they're up too high, that's not good. But they're naturally designed to go up after we eat and then they come back down after. It's just how long they're up there, how high they go, those types of things. And so when our blood glucose levels go up too high, we start to go into fat storage mode and we get into insulin resistance and all of those fun things. So when we can understand this about ourselves, it makes our job a whole lot easier. Now, just remember, I'm just going to try to keep it general for the sciencey part, just so that, you know, our brains can know what to do. That's the whole idea. I want you to listen to this episode and be like, okay, now I know what to do for intermittent fasting. And you have an idea of why, an overall view of why. So carbs have the highest impact 
on our blood glucose levels because it just uh, processes it so quick. Complex carbs, a little slower. Simple carbs, a little faster. And then when it comes to protein, that's kind of like a medium processing. And when it comes to fat, it's the lowest and the slowest. So it um, spikes our blood sugar. It doesn't spike our blood sugar, but it raises it the least. So the point of intermittent fasting is to get your body to a certain state at a certain time of the day for a certain amount of time so it can do what it's designed to do. It can work at its peak and then you'll get maximum benefit from what your body is naturally designed to do. So this is kind of like us trying to get out of our own way, get out of nature's way and let nature do what nature does, what it's designed to do because our body is designed to heal itself when it has the proper nutrients. And anytime it's not, it's usually toxicity, too much of something, or deficiency, not enough of something. Those are the, that's a generalization. Then you got to be an investigator and find out what is, it has too much of or not enough of. So how can we support our bodies to do more of what it's naturally designed to do? Well, we want to make sure that we understand the systems. So this, this works for weight loss. And the one thing that a lot of people don't focus on is stabilizing our circadian rhythm. So our circadian rhythm is like our internal clock that regulates everything of when stuff is supposed to happen in our body. 80% of the genes in our body and our brain are regulated by this 24 hour clock. And it goes like they, they'll go high when they're supposed to go high and they go low when they're supposed to go low and then they'll repeat that and they're doing it at a certain point and they're doing a certain amount of it. And when this is in sync, your health benefits, your body does what it's supposed to do and there's less disease. So it's designed to do this and when it's doing it, everything is good. But when it's not doing it, it can, it can wreak havoc in your body. So what we want to do is we want to try to stick to this clock or enhance it or do everything in our power to make sure that we're on this circadian clock, which is our 24-hour internal hormone-driven kind of clock, okay? Many things um, drive the circadian rhythm, but the number one is light. And again, this is a whole other podcast, but our body is triggered and works with when the sun comes up and when the sun goes down. And when we enhance that, it's better for our body. Our body is uh, running uh, at its highest level. And then the number two one is food. It's the same thing. It's the when we eat, when we like, and how much we eat and what food we eat at what times of the day in accordance with the circadian rhythm, which works with the sun going up and the sun going down. So it's not just like what we eat or what kind of light we look at, but when, when we eat and when we're looking at the lights, they all make a huge difference. So today we're talking about the food. So the idea behind intermittent fasting is to allow our bodies to do what they're naturally designed to do. That's just the basics of it, right? We're enhancing it. We're helping it. We're supporting it. We weren't designed. Our bodies were not designed to eat highly processed foods 24 seven. Like the foods are so processed because uh, the food industry wants us to eat more and more and more. And you can access food 24-7. You can have stuff delivered to your house and they will probably come in your house and feed it to you if you pay more. And our bodies weren't designed for that. 
So we were designed to eat and then rest and then eat and then rest and then maybe not have food for a while and then go find more food. So the way um, today's food industry is not prime for how our body was designed. Of course, it's adapting not very well because uh, you can see of all the disease and obesity and everything that's going on. So for us who are concerned about our health and our weight from a perspective of our health and our age and our bodies and how we're going to be able to, you know, move as we get older and do all the things that we love, we want to have our body at its peak. That's what we're talking about here. So when we don't get the rest from eating, everything kind of goes sideways, including it being highly inflammatory. So now our body has way more inflammation in it when we don't allow it to rest and heal itself. And so when we're resting, the body naturally goes into this um, healing phase. So when we're sleeping, our bodies naturally heal them, heal themselves. Like they start to repair the cells that are damaged and the lymph system goes into overdrive and starts clearing and the autophage, like clearing out all the dead cells and getting rid of all the stuff um, that doesn't belong and then building up all the cells. So that's what happens when we're sleeping. And we're just trying to extend that and enhance that for our benefit. Intermittent fasting is based on specific times. And I'm going to give you a generalization, but remember, these times are going to be specific to you and your lifestyle and your body and your environment and your socialization, all of that that supports your body's natural intelligence in obtaining its optimal health. So what I'm saying is I'm going to give you a framework and then you're going to insert your life onto that and adjust as needed. Okay, it's really, really important because we are individuals. We want to make sure that you do what's right for you because your body and your life is different than mine. So when we aren't eating, we're healing. We want to remember that. But it takes anywhere from three to six hours, depending on what we've just eaten, for our bodies to digest and process the food and then clear it out of our digestive tract. So if we stop eating, it it doesn't mean that we're instantly in our fasting state. We got to get into our fasting state. And so it could take up to five hours to get into the fasted state. And then when we're in the fasted state, then our body is resting and healing itself and repairing itself. And so remember that when we do an intermittent fast and say we have like a six or an eight hour window that means that's when we stopped eating. It doesn't mean that that's when our body is in the fasted state. I just want you to remember that, okay? That's why uh, the fasted state is a certain amount of time. And studies have been done that shows that when people say that they're doing, say, a six-hour window, really they kind of aren't always doing that, whether they realize it or not. So it might actually be an eight-hour window, which makes, you know, the digestion or the, the healing time a little bit shorter. So as long as we're honest about when we stop and when we start, we good. Okay, we good. We want to remember that it's about inducing fasted states and not restricting our eating. So we want to, we don't want to think about it like I can't eat. I don't want to put food in my body. Cause remember food heals your body. Food is good. Food heals your body and nourishes your body. But we're thinking about we're we're inducing a fasted state, which is what your body naturally does. Anyway, every time you go to sleep and at night and have your sleep, 
you are fasting. That's what it's designed for, for your body to heal itself. So remember, we're fasting, we're inducing fasting, we're not restricting eating. And we're setting conditions in the body. We're telling our body, we're, we're making like great conditions for our body to do what it's designed to do. So think about when you go to bed, you know, you turn out the lights and you have the window open and you got your, maybe your white noise, you're setting the conditions for your body to sleep. So intermittent fasting, fasting is setting conditions for your body to do what it's naturally designed to do. And when we're eating, we're growing cells and nourishing ourselves. And when we're fasting, we're repairing ourselves, ourselves. So they both have their place. We don't want to ever think that fasting is not eating, which is any kind of weight loss. It's never about that. It's about understanding how to get on the rhythms, the natural rhythms of our body to enhance what it naturally does. Okay. It's really important that you understand that you should never be fasting to lose weight with the thought of if I fast and not eat and not taking calories, then I'll lose weight because it never works because then you'll, um, you, you won't be nourishing your body and your body, even if you do lose weight in a short period of time, you're going to bounce back. So it's, that's not what I'm saying here. Definitely eating is growing and healing and nourishing your, your cells, and then fasting is repairing the cells. So when we put these together in the way that your body's designed, you're going to get great results from your body working at its optim optimal, the way it's designed to do. So there are things that you can do to accelerate going from having eaten into a fasting state called the glucose, glucose clearing. Glucose clearing is where you, you know, give it an extra little kick, an extra little jolt to get rid of that extra little glucose. So you have a, a, a longer um, fasting state. So um, after you eat or, you know, before you go to bed, you can do some light movement or exercise. That's, that helps with glucose clearing. You're going from the fed state to the fasting state. Um, high interval training, interestingly enough, has the opposite effect. So you don't want to do a hit, a high interval training. You want to just do walking, power walking, something like that, bike riding, something like that. Cinnamon helps and lemon, lime, acidic stuff that helps too, to help clear the glucose from your system. When you are going from how you used to eat to an intermittent, intermittent fasting, you want to make sure you know that it could take five to seven days or maybe longer for your body to transition. So it's not just change it all at once because that's shocking to your system for your hormones. Like our body is such a beautifully designed machine that everything always balances itself out. Our body is always just trying to balance itself out. That's all it's ever doing, right? So if you are deciding today, hey, I'm going to do intermittent fasting, then tomorrow just change your, your eating schedule by an hour and then the next day another hour and next so your body can adjust so it's not so harsh and then your body isn't trying to, isn't going into freak out mode. It's like, oh, this is okay. This is supposed to happen. This is good. All right. So when we talk about intermittent fasting, here are the things you want to think about. And remember, the disclaimers, this depends on your life and what you're willing to do consistently, because you have to be able to continue on with this and what works for your lifestyle, for your body, for your family, your home life, your work schedule, all of those things. Okay. You want to remember that when you're doing your intermittent fasting, you're just having a window where you eat and a window where you're not eating, where you're 
body is fasting. And so you want to remember that when you have your intermittent fasting window, you want to wait at least 60 minutes after you wake up before you start uh, breaking your fast. At least an hour after you wake up before you start breaking your fast. If you wake up at seven and say, you know, you're a morning eater person, not a problem. You want to wait at least an hour before you start breaking that fast. For me, I don't eat until usually 11 o'clock, 12 in there because I don't uh, eat right away. I don't need to. My body doesn't need that first thing in the morning. And so I'll go from, you know, 10 or 11 to six o'clock after to dinner. I don't eat after dinner. But you want to do what works for you, but try to wait one hour after waking up before you break your fast. And then on the other side of that, you don't want to eat any food two to three hours before you go to bed. Because remember what I talked about, you want to make sure that you have that, uh, that glucose clearing, that your body is actually in a deep fasted state. And so that will give you three hours before you go to bed. And maybe it'll take another hour or two when you're sleeping to get into that deep fasted state. Remember, there's ways if you go for a light walk or a little exercise, that kind of thing, it will encourage that. And then you're going to get yourself into a deeper fasted state sooner so you could take advantage of the fasting, take more advantage of it. And you want to sleep or be in bed for at least eight hours. Like you want to get a good rest. Sleep is is right up there when it comes to your circadian rhythm and the way your body works the cortisol levels are doubled when you don't get enough sleep. Like sleep is critical. And so many of us um, don't know the right way to sleep or the right sleeping patterns. And we really suffer because of it and, we're, and we are unaware of it. So see if you can get at least eight hours of sleep, that is ideal. If you want to get the maximum effect, the maximum health benefits of all the cellular repair processes like in the liver and the gut and the microbiome the brain the circadian clock all of that you want to get that eight hours of sleep in. it is so so important the deeper the sleep the deeper the fasting the deeper the healing and then you want to aim for a six to eight hour target feeding window that's the best like I said before, most people do. The studies show that most people will eat outside of that, but they're not honest with themselves. So just be honest with yourself and say, here it is. So if you if you do eat outside that and you're like, I'm aiming for a 10 hour, just shorten it to an eight hour so that you're strict with not eating outside of that, that window. It's really important to remember that you don't want to move your window. You want to try to keep your window at the same time of day as much as possible you don't want it to slide a little bit here and a little bit there because it offsets the health benefits you want to try to keep it at the same time of day all the time and in the middle of the day it shows when we are most able to digest our food and benefit from it and and that works best for the intermittent fasting now this doesn't apply if you're like, you know, a, a shift worker, a night worker, all that kind of stuff. This is just somebody who works the classic daytime stuff. So you have regular sleeping patterns. Okay, that's what you want to remember is try to keep it, you know, in the middle of the day of the time that you're awake. Remember that you can do your walking after eating, your lemon or lime, 
your cinnamon because that helps with the glucose disposal before you go into your fasting. You want to make sure you get enough fluids. You want to get enough fluids and stay hydrated. This is really important. Sometimes um, people aren't uh, hydrated enough and they feel shaky or lightheaded. And a lot of the times this could be that maybe they just need a little bit of salt instead of food. Everyone's different. So I'm not saying that if you're feeling um, a little bit shaky that you shouldn't be eating, but I want to say like really be curious about what that means for your body. So you could try a little bit of salt because if we're low on the salt, then we become more dehydrated and, and all of those fun things. So when I work with my clients and they're transitioning into intermittent fasting state, we always do like electrolytes or a bone broth soup, or you can do a pinch of salt in your water to make sure that you have enough salt. You want the electrolytes in your system when you're, when you're changing over. And this will help you to maintain moderate blood glucose levels to help with this. All right. It's really, really important. So you want to pick your time. You want to stick to it. You want to have it at the same time every day. And then the what you're eating is a whole other thing. That's let me talk about that another time. But this is how you do intermittent fasting to get the most out of it, to squeeze the most health benefits out of it because it is so, so powerful to make sure that you allow your body when you're fasting to repair itself, to repair the cells, to reduce the inflammation, to make sure that your hormones are balanced, you're on the right circadian rhythm, like all of this will maximize your health benefits. And when your body is running in optimal, it, it will help you to process the weight more. And remember, if you do this and you have an eating window of six to eight hours and you eat junk food in that window and you overeat and emotionally eat in that window, this isn't going to work for you because you have to make sure that you're eating quality foods and you're eating quality foods that work for your body, that nourish your body, that, that energize your cells, that feed your cells. It's really, really important that you do have the right type of food. Like I said, that's a whole different podcast, but you need the right type of food for you. You can't go into this thinking, I'm only going to eat six to eight hours. That's my window but I'm going to eat a whole bunch of junk and then my body should be healthy because we know that that's not true. So let me uh, offer this because I don't have time to talk about the types of food. Let me offer this for you today. Go away knowing that if you eat clean, unprocessed foods, this will work. This will work so that we can get more into the specifics of it. But for now, clean, unprocessed foods and eating just until you feel satisfied not overeating, not emotionally eating, this will work for you. Everybody is different. It's so important that you know how different everybody is and you want to learn how to recognize when you're in a fasted state and when you're out of a fasted state, you want to know your body and how it feels. So you have that feeling of that longer fasting. You're like, oh, I'm in a deep fast or the shorter fasting and you can experiment with it and dial it in till it's just right and perfect for you. That's how you really get the most benefits out of intermittent fasting. And this here is part of the protocol that I teach all of my clients when I work with them one-on-one. -on -one. It is very personalized. It is not a one-size-fits-all by any means. And you are an individual and you're important. 
your body is different and you want to really get to know what you need in order to dial this in. And as soon as you can like become really curious about you and what works for you, oh my gosh, you are going to be winning so hard. And this is how it starts. So if you want to go deeper into this and learn more about your body and the best way for you to incorporate intermittent fasting and a healthy lifestyle and whole clean foods and weight loss and midlife, all of that, then book your free consult with me. I will drop the link in the show notes because we have the power. We want to take the power back. We want to stop giving it away to other people and know that we have the answers already. We do. And if you find, or if you think, or if you feel that you don't, then come and talk to me because I can help you. And I know that when you feel better and when you are healthier and you are loving your life, then this is going to be a better world. And we're going to change it one person at a time, starting with you. Thanks for listening, my friends. Always, always love yourself first and have an amazing day.